0: Gas prices have been going up a lot lately, and they'll probably continue to. KUCI offers a few tips to help curb this burden. First, if you live close to your school or work, consider riding a bike. It's healthier for you and for the environment, and it can actually be a lot of fun. If that won't work for you, we recommend that you make sure your vehicle is as empty as possible. In other words, don't keep junk in your trunk. Any unnecessary weight can have a huge impact on your mileage over the long run. So considering the skyrocketing cost of gas, it's a great time to break the four-wheel habit. You'll get great exercise, increase your energy, and elevate your overall mood. Plus, it's great for the environment. And you'll never have to worry about getting stuck in traffic again and have a great parking spot. We are back. And by the way, if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter. If you look for Moms, capital M, M -M M-O-M-Z underscore rock, you can find me. You can also find KUCI up there at FM. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Uh, We were listening to a little Amanda Marshall. Probably going to listen to a little more later on. That was Let It Rain. And I'm waiting for my first guest to call in, USC professor James Owens. He's going to join me to talk about... The World is Just a Book Away. It's an anthology he he edited, which captures the stories of how books and reading inspired some of the world's most prominent people. There's also an incredible charity, World is Just a Book Away. I'm going to talk all about that when he joins us in just a little bit. So we'll listen to a little bit more music and then uh, hopefully everything will go off as planned. Hope you're having a good start to your Monday. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. All right. Standing by to join us is USC Professor James Owens. Good morning, James. Good morning. Thank you so much for calling into the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm honored.
0: Well, I understand you have a little bit of a connection to uh, UC Irvine.
1: I do. I, I actually, several people uh, in the book I met at UC Irvine the first time. I had a, I had a friend who was working at the School of Social Sciences and. I met uh, I met President Gorbachev there. Wow! I met Senator Al Simpson at UC Irvine, mm-hmm. and I also met Ambassador Jean Kirkpatrick there. They're they're all three in the book.
0: Incredible! Wow! Now you mentioned that uh, when you were a child, you were, you were you know an avid reader. You read the Encyclopedia of World Travel with your late mother, and uh, what inspired you? you know, gravitated you towards the world is just a book away?
1: Well, I think you touch on it with um, the very, very important fact for us all who who have been blessed with access to books at an early age and parents who read to us. My mother read to me from my earliest childhood. I can't. I have no memories in life without books around me. My earliest memories of sitting on my mother's lap, reading the Encyclopedia of world travel well she was reading it to me and looking at a picture of the pyramids in Egypt and asking her if we could go there one day wow and and she said yes and um, but i she said, "We'll go there and we'll climb the pyramid and we'll go into the desert and uh, but unfortunately, uh, as you read in the book i uh, tragically, I lost my mother when I was nine, mm-hmm. and um, books really were my refuge in the next in the years mm-hmm. following that. Um, but that image from that book, I, I did go to Egypt. I, I did climb the pyramid, and I, I, I looked up, and I said, we made it. And oh. it, it really cemented for me that moment when I was in my early 20s how important it is that children have access to books and to dream and to hope, yes. and and it's it's just. I'm sitting here talking to you. I have my, the my book, The World Is Just a Book way in front of me, and I'm in my dining room, and I have a wall of books beside me, and uh, they're my my greatest friends, my my greatest sort of source of comfort throughout life.
0: I love it. I you know what first of all, I have chills, and thank you for sharing your story of your mom. And I know when I lost my dad two years ago, all I did was read. I just read yeah. everything. And I think, you know, I've never been such um, an unbelievable reader before, but when you experience loss, you I just wanted to like submerse myself in something.
1: I think for <coughs> it was such a painful wound for me. I was nine years old, and I was so close to my mother, and um, I really have... I really shut myself off from the world at that at that time in fact mm-hmm. i have I have very few memories from that the next four or five years, but the memories I do have are linked to books and dreaming and travel adventure uh and and really, that was the source of my dreams that I think have helped me to construct my life and 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 I have traveled to fifty countries now I've been very blessed and i I've been blessed to go to the schools I go to and to teach and to write and and I really think all of that is rooted in the how children having access to books. Sure. A- anyone having access to books but particularly important for children.
0: Yes. So how did you decide on these specific 60 people for the anthology?
1: I that's a good question. They I feel like I had a list of people I wanted, but I had a very delusional sense <laughs> of of how how uh, easy it is to reach prominent oh, people because uh, some of these people I, I didn't know this when I started, but some of these people can receive thousands of requests to do very worthwhile causes every year. So. There are people in this book who took me up to 10 years to finalize, and there, I can, one I counted 36 points of contact. Um, not because they're difficult people at all, in fact they're very generous, and when you read The World is Just a Book Away, you see their passion and their love of books and reading and the books that inspired them, but simply because there's so much demand on their time and their schedules.
0: It's so fascinating the wide variety of people that you have. You have five five Nobel Peace Prize laureates, actors, royalty. I mean, Desmond Tutu. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't even believe it.
1: Thank you. The um, and actually, uh, Archbishop Tutu was has been a supporter of both the book for a long time. He was uh, one of the earlier contributors, and the charity. The World is Just a Book Away, which the, the benefits of the book go to the charity that I launched with the help of many other people, um, and it's, it's, um, if anyone is is uh, called to look, feels called to look it up, it's www.wijaba.org www.wijaba, and that's the acronym for World is Just a Book Away. Mm-hmm. And Archbishop Tutu actually referred me to His Holiness the Dalai Lama, who is in the book? And one of the was one of the final uh, contributors before we published. And what a what a way to what a way to end!
0: <laughs> Unbelievable! It's just incredible. How many years did it take you to put this together?
1: I thought it would take me one. Or two, as I, as I said, I had a little bit of a delusional <laughs> sense of, I grew up across from, a. I grew up in a very beautiful place, but I grew up across from a cornfield and never traveled until I was, I went to Europe when I was 16, but I really started traveling when I was 20, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't have access to people like this normally, and it actually took me 15 years to I do this.
0: It. I believe it. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the charity you mentioned. Um, it says here in the literature I'm looking at: in just nine years, Wijaba has reached 70,000 plus children through 90 libraries worldwide, with mobile libraries serving 100 additional schools. That's incredible.
1: Thank you, thank you. The 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 book. As more and more people came into the world, is just a book away. I I really felt called that there was a bigger purpose at hand, even though the book w- was such an amazing gift for me to be able to do. Um, and I, I really felt called to start a children's literacy charity, and uh, the thought was that I would donate my proceeds to We Java, the mm-hmm. charity, and build a library for children. And, and hopefully... Uh, into the collective energy of the 60 people in the book to help promote the cause of children's literacy. So we started in. we opened our first library in 2009. And as you now said, we have 90 libraries for primary school children and orphanages in three countries, um, including the two mobile libraries that have touched the lives of 70,000 kids, which which really feels like a miracle, and, uh, and a lot of people have come forward to help and yes, and donate and make that possible.
0: I remember being a child. I was living in New York, and I didn't really love to read, and then uh, my mother brought home this book by Julie Andrews. I can't remember the exact title, but it was something about a wang doodle, and mm. it was so... It, it had such imaginative characters and a storyline. I was lost in the book. I just was completely submersed in this story. And it, you get so excited as a child once you find something that grabs you.
1: Absolutely. You. You. Uh, and as you uh, as you know, um, Dr. Jane Goodall is in the book, and she wrote the foreword. Mm-hmm. And Liam Neeson is also in the book, and he very kindly wrote the afterword. And Jane... Talks about reading, um, reading Doctor Doolittle, and uh, can, may I read you just a, Please, a short? I, I was going to ask you if
0: you would. Yes.
1: Uh, she said she writes in in that first book. Doctor Doolittle takes circus animals back to Africa, where they have many adventures. I believe that this sparked my passion for Africa. I read all the other Dr. Doolittle books after that, and I continued to dream of that far-off continent, which was home to all those wonderful animals. And to know that Jane Goodall, that she was reading Tarzan and Dr. dolittle she goes on to talk about Tarzan right. and uh, Dr. Doolittle and how this inspired her at a very early age. I believe it was she was eight or 9 Mm-hmm. To to that and she's eighty three now. Uh, that inspired her to go to Africa and and do this life changing work that has been her mission since then. That I think that really demonstrates the power of books and reading.
0: I love how you included her because she's had such an impact on so many people,
1: on so many people. And I've been so blessed to come to know her through the years and and we we formed a partnership we java formed a partnership with Dr. Jane Goodall's roots and shoots that will uh, for an environmental education program that will reach 6000 children at 250 schools that have been devastated by uh natural disasters and other disasters uh by the end of 2018 and that's been another amazing connection from her doing the book and the submission to getting to know her and naming library in her honor, and then now having this partnership and this friendship with this amazing
0: woman who's 83 and travels the world 300 days a year. Unbelievable. Uh, By the way, if you're just tuning in, we're chatting with USC professor James Owens about his book, The World is Just a Book Away. Do you have some, this is a tough question, do you have some favorite discoveries uh, in this book?
1: I, it's really hard for me to say favorites, as you can imagine, because I was so, I'm so intrigued by the stories of other people. In fact, I, I, uh, it was hard for me to know at what point to stop, but 60 seemed like a good number. A couple that really uh, resonate with me, um, a couple of examples, uh, Yo-Yo Ma discussing reading The Little Prince in French because he was born in France. And then reading it again when he came to America, and that connection with his new, the the new language through a book that he knew, through a friend, the book, the friend, and then reading Sherlock Holmes and looking at the whole world, including his music, through detective glasses, as he put it. Mm-hmm. Um, meet Geese, who hid the Anne Frank family, and mm-hmm. she signed her submission when she was one hundred years old. In 2009. That was that was really uh, amazing. Um, wow. Liam Neeson, his wife Natasha Richardson, oh, and wow. her mother Vanessa Redgrave are all in the book. I think that's a beautiful connection. Yes. And Senator Kennedy, of course, Senator Edward Kennedy, and uh, talks about his brother's book profiles and courage, which moved him so much, and also his sister Eunice Kennedy Shriver, who. Uh, Founded the Special Olympics, which is such an amazing program, and she talks about how moved she was by a work um, by Mother Teresa. So there, there are many, but those are a couple of examples of ones that really move me.
0: What I also love about this book is that each section about focusing on one person is very short, so you can just, you know, kind of capture which ones you'd like to read about, and you're you're just sharing something that a different side to somebody that no one would normally know
1: yes including including i didn't mention this um he's now passed away there because i i have written the book for for such a long time there are people and some of them are quite old but uh, dr sherwood Rowland the nobel laureate who taught at uci is also in the book and, and writes a beautiful submission and uh, and each each chapter is like a window into the lives of these people and and what you mention is one of the things I really like about the book because I, I really it's almost like each one is a letter to the reader because they're signed and dated yes and it's something m- my hope is that people keep it on their nightstand and they might just read one chapter and reflect on it and i hope I hope the readers of the world is just a book away will. Be called, or or feel inspired to read books they might not have otherwise considered, and it opens up new worlds for the readers.
0: It's really exciting because a lot of times, I mean, I didn't know a lot of these people, and then you just get a glimpse into who they are, and it's really interesting.
1: Yes, and that's um, and people had talked to me about that. They had they had said to me, "You should include a bio of each person," and, and I thought about it, but then I thought, I think it would be more. In keeping with knowledge and learning, if people if when people don't know certain people in the book, it gives them the opportunity to look them up exactly and learn more about them. And it was it really is um, meticulously put together. I, I, I don't I really don't know how anyone could publish a book without. I, I was very fortunate because I teach at USC and USC Libraries Press published it and gave this meticulous attention to detail because of their own commitment to literacy. And uh, really, um, I I think that shows through the entire book.
0: What would you like people to take away from this book?
1: Hope. I think that the knowing that, perhaps knowing that hope and persistence that i had this idea this what seemed like a simple idea and people over the years told me it was impossible and you know you can't reach these people i didn't know i didn't know i, I mean i knew a couple of people in the book or had direct access but but most of them i i, I didn't know and came across through the years and then what it was connected to so hope uh... Bu- Dream big. Yes. Believe in yourself. Uh, persist when, even when something feels impossible, because if it's if it's your calling or if it's what you're meant to do, anything is possible. And then read things. It's my hope that people read books they might not have other cons- otherwise considered that have inspired people in The World is Just a Book Away, because that opens up new worlds and new windows and new avenues and new ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's very important to me. So, so my one intention is for the readers to, to have inspiration from The World is Just a Book Away. And the other intention is that it will help to raise the awareness about the plague of illiteracy, that uh, uh, truly a plague for hundreds of millions of people in the world, and that this will raise awareness about the charity we jabba the work we do and help us to provide access to books and libraries and educational programs to children who really who really have so little and and deserve so much like all children yes. do
0: I wanted to ask you, if people are listening and they wanted to get involved in the charity, is there a way, you know, you're ever looking for volunteers, people to do any any number of things?
1: We don't, we do have a library, uh, our first uh, pilot library in Los Angeles. We're in Indonesia, Mexico, and Los Angeles. And, but we haven't expanded further in the United States. So currently in this moment, we don't. Really have the the personnel to manage volunteers, okay. but what I to to your question, I think it's it's helpful for people to know because I f- we often think, oh, to give back, you need to be a millionaire or you need to have all sorts of money or have a foundation, but for as little as two dollars, we can buy a book for children in Indonesia and for seventy five hundred we can build a library in Indonesia, and for fifteen thousand we can build a library in Mexico for children who live in Chihuahua, which was ravaged by the drug trade and and um, gang wars and uh, really so whether people have the capacity to give two dollars it it buys a book or if they would feel called to donate a library uh,
0: Yes, that's what I'm. It's wondering. possible
1: for seventy five hundred or fifteen thousand.
0: Mm-hmm. Where can people find out more about you?
1: Uh, www. Well, you can Google "The World Is Just a Book Away," mm-hmm. and we also have the "World Is Just a Book Away" page on Facebook, which talks about the book and the charity, or uh W i j a b a, which again is the acronym for "World Is Just a Book Away."
0: Fantastic. James, I want to thank you so much for calling into the show. Your book is fantastic. Congratulations. And I love what you said about persevering, because a lot of times we let someone's opinion of our work stop us. And I love how you just kept going. So thank you.
1: Yeah, dream big and keep going. Yes. <laughs> persist. And thank you so much. I'm really honored that you uh, chose to have me on the show and that, and that you're enjoying the book. It means a great deal to me.
0: Thanks, James. Have
1: thank a wonderful you. day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.
0: That was James Owens calling in to talk about The World is Just a Book Away. And if you missed any part of this, everything is up on my show blog. And the recording for that conversation will be up on my show blog within an hour or so after I wrap. The blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I am on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. KUCI is on Twitter at KUCIFM. Let's see, we're on Instagram at KUCIFM. We're on Tumblr blog.kci.org and we're on Facebook, kci 88.9. All right, we're going to take a break, and then I have two more guests calling in. Uh, these next two, one is at 9.30, uh, Mastering Stand-Up, The Complete Guide to Becoming a Successful Comedian by Stephen Rosenfield. Really interesting. He's been in the business, I believe, almost 30 years. And also, uh, Meaningful Work, A Quest to Do Great Business, Find Your Calling and Feed Your Soul, by Sean Ascanozzi. He's the founder of Ascanozzi Chocolate. All right, so we'll take a little break. Uh, Listen to one more Amanda Marshall song, and then we'll be up with the next half of the show. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.